I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hour two of VSEN Final Countdown coming at you live from our VSEN studio at the South Point. Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown with you. Thanks to Mike Gold Jr., who joined us in hour one. We got JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel. Coming up with us this hour as well, talk some NBA, college football, college hoops, NFL, really whatever's on his mind today aside from food takes because I do not agree with his opinion that Denny's is superior to Cracker Barrel. And this is a hill that I am willing to die on. And I appreciate all of the support on social media, those of you that have joined in the conversation, especially some of our fellow VEASAN hosts. Jeff Parles even sent me a separate side message and was like, wait, Amal and Dave can't be serious right like that's not an that actual take the dennis there said? might have been that, some not for national here's, radio here, words here's, here's the thing here's the well. thing Denny himself, <laughs> Denny himself doesn't even believe that it's his restaurant is better than, than Cracker Barrel. like you could ask you could ask denny he, he could walk in the studio and like he wouldn't even say that so it is it wes is. reynolds said waffle house and bob evans have entered the chat good yeah. point also, didn't even know. Like you, didn't know Bob Evans was a. So this a is thing. just quick sidebar story here. I did not know that Bob Evans was an actual restaurant yeah. for basically twenty four years of my life until I moved cross country to move to North Carolina, and I there were those massive billboard signs that said Bob Evans, this next exit. And I was like, wait, what? I thought they just made like mashed potatoes and mac and cheese for the grocery store. I just you, thought it was a brand like that. And then, and then while we're just like pulling the curtain completely back, so you and you and producer Steph have some uh, have some fantasy football beef going on. Is that what was going on like before the, before not, the show? Not you Steph and some, I. Steph's husband oh, and I. Oh, has some fantasy football beef going on. Yes. So, uh, so the last two years, I have won the primary fantasy football league that I've been in. Oh. This year has been absolute hot garbage. I've been terrible. Mm. I had three wins for the majority of the year, and then I just got my fourth. This past weekend, beating her husband, Corey, and I love you, Corey. I'm so sorry, but I'm also not sorry that knocked him out of the playoffs That's, because I had a, a stellar day. You played a win. Finally. I've been waiting for such a long time. You didn't pack it in. See, that's fair. That's I the didn't other give up. League, never give up. League, never surrender. The other league mates appreciate you for that because, like, hey, there are a lot of people, whenever they know they have no chance of the playoffs, they just they give up. This was so you set such your a rough fantasy week. You did your whole thing. And so I had so many players on by, like I'm oh. sure everyone did. Oh. And so I'm just plugging and playing, but one of my plug and play plays just happened to be a certain tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars that secured like 34 points and it was the best. It was the best. I had Jared Goff had a day I got over knocked 300. Out. Let's I go. got knocked out on on technicality this Ooh. this this past 
tied with three other people, and then it went to total points four. And mm. I ended up losing to one of the guys by 36 points and the other guy by 17 points when I had Tyler Huntley and T. Higgins in my lineups. T. Higgins plays like one one yeah. snap and leaves the game, and then Huntley gets knocked out or whatever, and then I lose on technicality. See you later. You wait till ne- wait till next year. You poor yeah. soul. Wait till we'll next be back year. In, back and better than ever. Wait next till year. next year. Whenever it all goes down. We I did know. have uh, some 49ers news that came mm-hmm. in over the commercial break, which is very interesting. We're going to start with the quarterback because Brock Purdy told reporters today he feels good, which at me as a 49er fan, great to hear. Then the follow up to that is I feel good, but I have not thrown a football <laughs> since the game the other day dealing with an oblique injury. So it wasn't excruciating pain or anything like that. We said he hasn't actually thrown a football. So don't tell me you feel good. If you don't actually know my man, yeah, come on. I mean, like, again, that's, that's one of those injuries that's going to be interesting yes. to see how it all, how it all plays out. And, you know, that's probably why we're seeing, you know, just the three and a half with the 49ers this week, because, you know, the Seahawks have pretty much come back down to earth. This is a – and look, flat three here. So, they, they've been taking the three and a half at, at the South Point. Uh, it's three and a half everywhere else rest of country. And it's it's one of those things where I think we're – you know, if we knew we had a super he- – if we had a healthy Brock Purdy, this probably would probably have gotten mm-hmm. to four. But uh, without that, there's it's, it's a little bit too too tough for people to, to bite into here. I mean, we have seen a little bit of line movement here for some of these other games that, were, that are happening on Saturday. The Vikings were at three and a half – they are now at four, four and a half actually at points bet. So they're taking a little bit of money here against the Indianapolis Colts. And then, like we mentioned a little bit earlier, the the Ravens with the Huntley practice news, even though it was a a what would have been a estimated walkthrough, right. he would have been he, he would have been limited. Limited, yeah. yeah exactly. Um the the threes that were out there on the Browns have turned back into two and a half. So people came in on the Ravens and took that full field goal there on Saturday. And again, there's going to be a lot of this kind of toggling back and forth as this injury news continues to progress throughout the course of the week. I mean, we still don't know who's playing quarterback for a couple of different teams, the way things are going right now. So we will do our best if any of this stuff happens to come through while we're on air to keep you up to date on how this is going and any of these line moves that happen to be happening out there. Cause again, like, so this, um, for whatever reason, I don't, I, I guess the picket news of, of, that has moved this Panthers line from two to two and a half. So okay. just since we've been sitting here. So people coming in, backing the Panthers at home against the Steelers. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky, it was it was not great in what we saw yes. this past weekend from him in fill-in duty after Pickett went out with the what we now know is in concussion protocol. Um, one last thing just on the 49ers before we go, because you did also let me know that Kyle Shanahan said that Devo, and this doesn't impact anything immediately. We knew that he's going to miss time uh, mm-hmm. throughout what looks like the regular season. Now, apparently, according to Kyle Shanahan, is like three-ish, three-ish weeks with not only an ankle sprain, but an MCL and ankle sprains, plural. And, and so that says, was interesting to read. And he says three-ish, and my guess would be if there's any chance in the world that they have – a way to either move up or some weird outside chance if the Eagles collapse or something over the last little bit to get the one seed. But I can't imagine if they kind of know where they're sitting Mm -hmm. that they're going to risk putting it back out there. By the way, this game with Seattle, very important because it would clinch the division if they get it done. Um, It is Tuesday. Oh, boy. And that means one and one thing only, okay? Let's hit it, Steph. It's another, another one, another one. Teaser Tuesday. Another one. Teaser Tuesday. Yeah. Let's go. Except the options are not that great this week. They're really, really not. Although since we've been sitting here, a couple have 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 popped up. So we 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 have that going for us. There are a couple more to talk about. There's not a lot of big favorites this week, but there are a couple that I do think could be teasable here. Most notably, what do you think about the Buffalo Bills? Yes, no, that is would be the number one option for me this week for sure. I mean, this Dolphins team, I think, has been exposed just a tad. And certainly, this is another one of those games that is going to be impacted by weather potentially. And you are getting a you're getting a Miami team yes. heading up to Buffalo this time of year. Uh, it's not going to be. Although it's, the Bills are babies, what if they just go to Detroit again? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be one of those. It's going to be one of those games. I think where you would be very, very happy to have a Bills teaser leg. The problem is mm-hmm. just who are you pairing that teaser leg with? I mean, there is 
one eight and a half still available out there on the, the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, I mean, you would have to go. You'd have to head over to PointsBet if you wanted to get it. Everything everywhere else is at nine. Would you be anti a six and a half point? I try not to, you know, I mean, oh, wow, it's moved to nine and a half here at the South Point. Wow. Look at that. Um, Yeah, they're they're a half point off off market for the rest of the country here uh, here behind us. But, you know, maybe if you want to hold out and see if one of these other books happens to to get down to eight and a half, I don't really know why they would. I don't know why it would go back the other direction. Maybe there will be some people who think that it's too much. I think that a lot of these books have moved this to nine as teaser protection because this was just this is just such an in, such an appealing teaser leg when it was sitting at eight and a half. The eight and a halves when it opened didn't last very long at all, and they were gone pretty quickly. And so I, I you know, I don't imagine it's going to get back there again. But if it does, uh, that would be the obvious teaser for me of the week would be the Bills and the Eagles because the Eagles, if you're wondering, still have everything to play for. It's not locked up. But even the division isn't even locked up, right? I mean, so it's not one of those things where they can hit cruise control quite yet. Mm-hmm. So they they have to play and finish games and, and all that. And so a uh, three-point win against what is the worst defense in the NFL right now, I, I think it's pretty likely. I was looking through here, and it's funny because I've gotten to know you a little bit better mm-hmm. over these last few months that mm-hmm. we've been paired up here together. And there was one game where I immediately was like, no shot in hell that Matt would touch this one because it's so ugly. But the Titans getting two and a half, moving that up to yes. eight and a half against the Chargers. Absolutely I was like, he won't not. do it. No, he absolutely not. Do it. Look, the formula is out on the Titans. And like, I played the Chargers at two and a half. And the, the formula is out on the Titans. You just abandon the abandon the run. And just throw all over this team, yeah. and like, and and the Chargers have the weapons now that that Williams is back with Keenan Allen. And by the by the way, Keenan Allen, if you didn't watch that game this past week, looked like Keenan Allen again, like for the first time all season. Like he was running these super, 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 super awesome routes and getting open and getting those extra yardage to move the chains, which is what this team desperately needed all season long was like that chain mover. They didn't have that guy. That's not Mike Williams game. Mike Williams game is what you saw whenever he scored his touchdown, which is like this spectacular circus catch where he just jumps over everyone and lands. But like, that's Mike Williams game. So now you have that, that awesome threat. You have the chain mover. Now you still have Austin Eckler. Like this team is starting to at least look somewhat like what we thought maybe coming into this season. Defense is still a little bit a little bit suspect, but this isn't a Tennessee team that is built to to really take advantage of that. So yeah, I I, I love the Chargers this week. I think this could easily be a double digit win for the Chargers. So I, I would not play the play the Titans at all. Are there any of these teams that are getting points that intrigue you? You've got the Jets at one, Raiders at one, uh Cardinals two and a half, Ravens three. I mean you know, there's people who would ask about the Packers down to one. Down. Like, you know, yeah. I don't love really any of those legs, if we're being honest. I mean, it's just a – if you wanted to try and talk me into the Cardinals up to eight and a half against the Broncos, Broncos. who are likely to have Brett Rippon out there, and, you know, I understand it's going to be Colt McCoy, but if, we're, if it's the battle of the backups, Colt McCoy at least has – a much more experience, right, than Rippon does, even though Rippon does have experience. Uh, this Broncos offense didn't function even with Russell Wilson at quarterback. I can't imagine with Rippon it's going to be like all of a sudden this like high-flying deal where they can blow a team out. And like another low total game also mm-hmm. sitting at the 36 and a half, getting that many points. I think that's one that could make sense. It's just a matter of is there anything Slim you really trust? Pickens this week, everyone. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Um, when we come back, Jonathan Von Tobel, JVT senior NBA betting analyst over at VEASAN will join us. Don't go anywhere. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is the gift that just keeps on giving. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today for just 79 bucks. You get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today and you'll receive $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, other great gear, all at our online store. Also, VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits, Lacey, where the money and bets are moving every game, deep dive betting reports, plus our ongoing college bowl coverage with best bets on every bowl game, bowl season get started this weekend. This is a limited time offer to so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness. On top of those VEASAN. 10 toonies you get up there, it's going to cost you 107.03 for our okay. Canadian friends. Okay. 107.03, this is like a bargain. There we go. 107.03. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Nothing to it. Nothing there to you it. Go. go sell a little maple syrup <laughs> and we're, we're, good. we're good to go. This is rock Maple syrup? Yeah. Where's that coming from? That's where that's what they they hold. Come on. They, have a whole, they have a whole reserve that's, of maple I know, but syrup. But it's just up it's there. a stereotype, and I don't it like is not, it. It is not. They literally have a maple syrup reserve in in Canada. I found this out. My kind of people during the pandemic. Uh, that's what I found out. <laughs> Let's talk a little hoops as we bring in JVT, former friend of the show, now just on the show, uh, VSIN senior NBA mm. betting analyst, host of the Hardwood Handicappers podcast and Live Bet Saturday and Sunday. Just terrible food takes by you, JVT. Mm. Really respect your sports betting opinion, but can't get on with, you know, your, your Denny's agreement here. How are you though? Otherwise I'm good. And you know, the crazy thing is actually, I've never been to Cracker Barrel in my life. I just love talking smack. Uh, so everything I said about Cracker Barrel, Come I have no on. Idea there's well, one right down the street from here. Up. I'm going to take, we're, 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 we're going to have a, we're going to have a little, a little CB date. Me, me, me and JVT. JVT and a CB. We're going, we're heading down the street. Try the apple butter when you guys yeah. go. That's all I ask. Just try the biscuits oh. and apple butter. Okay. I'm down. I'll try it. I'll try anything. Uh, I'll try anything once. Oh, there we, you'll you'll keep coming back for more. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Uh, let's get into some NBA though. Like I said, uh, you of course do your daily market reports every day at vsin.com. Just one bet for you today. And it was back in the Pelicans who are playing really good basketball lately. One, I want to say seven straight games, nine of their last 10 and are coming off a sweep of the Phoenix Suns. Why do you like them again tonight? Yeah, I think uh, overall 12 and 2 straight up, 10 and 4 against the spread their last 14 games, Stormy. So, over a larger sample size, Pelicans are, are doing great. Uh, for me, it's about the matchup, really. Like, if you look at this if, from a matchup standpoint, the Pelicans check every single box when we're looking at some of the advantages. Uh, you know, we can go to the offensive rating of 116.6 against the defense, which has given up 116.1. We could talk about an offense that loves to shoot within four feet of the basket. And the Jazz allow 35% of their opponent's attempts within four feet, allow 66.3, right in line with what the Pelicans want to do. A Pelicans team, which if you look at it offensively, can get to the offensive glass, can actually defensively rebound. One of the things that the Jazz don't want opponents to do. They're great in transition, something the Jazz really struggle with. So for me, everything really just checked the box of, look, this matchup works well with the New Orleans Pelicans. I've seen a lot of the, yeah, this is a fishy line. Hey, this 
you know, sometimes lines are off. We'll take you back a couple of days ago with this Pelicans team that opened up as an underdog at home against the Phoenix Suns, who they beat, then reopened as a four-point favorite, and then beat and covered again. So I just think the market might just be a little off here on New Orleans. I think the time has really come for this uh, this Jazz squad that is now, I think, uh, two and six straight up and against spread in their last eight and much worse over the course of a larger sample size. They, they've turned into pumpkins, the Jazz have. This is a bad matchup for them, so laid it with the Pelicans. JVT kind of keeping on with this Pelican squad here. We've seen the Zion MVP odds plummet, obviously. I mean, look, it's still Tatum and Luka and, and, and Giannis that are all the short shots here, but you can still find a 35 to one rest of country on Zion. I don't think there's any questioning what he's doing on the court right now. I think it's a feel good story with the Pelicans. Should they be able to kind of keep this up? We know as we talk about all the time, stuff is narrative driven People clowned on him for the first couple of years, and now here he is kind of living up to that potential. Do you think sticking a 35-1 to 1 in your account is at least somewhat worth it? And, and especially maybe if you're, if you're a Pelicans fan, is it not wasting money? Oh, I, I think absolutely. Like You won't hear me talk you off of it, right, mm-hmm. Pat? Like, he could be the best player on the best team, which fits like the general uh, parameters that you want for a most valuable player. If this team finishes as a top two, three seed in the Western Conference, he puts up numbers that are just essentially what he's doing right now. He's going to be in the running and, and look around, too. That's the other part about this, right? Let's take a look at Luka Doncic, for example, whose team I don't think is a, a top six seed in the Western Conference who might finish in the play. in I don't think he's going to win enough games to win that thing. I think Giannis Antetokounmpo, if you actually break his numbers down, is worse even, or excuse me, worse statistically than his MVP seasons. You could really make an argument against him. I think the one guy that he's really fighting against at this point would be Jason Tatum, who's been really incredible, and a guy who I bet a couple of weeks ago that we talked about, I think, last week, which was Steph Curry. But outside of that, I mean, Curry might finish as like the four seed, and if he gets a better seed, he's got a lot going for him. So I would say yes. If you're talking 35 to 1 in that price range, the only way that price is going is it's shrinking, right? It's going 25 to one. It's going 20, whatever it is. So if you're in a jurisdiction that still offers that price, I would say absolutely. That is something that's worth adding to your portfolio. If you don't know anything else. What about to win it all JVT? Obviously there's a whole lot of season left, but is there any value on the board right now for a team that you think would be, be worth placing a bet on at the current number? I think it's the Clippers guys. The Circa has them right now at 11 to one. We just watched them last night come out and absolutely dismantle the Boston Celtics. And we could talk about, look, hey, it's a West Coast road trip for Boston. Uh, they just, of course, lost to the Golden State Warriors. They don't now have Al Horford. But if you go through some of these numbers for the Los Angeles Clippers, we're starting to see signs of a team that was the one that we expected them to be uh, with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the floor together this season, guys. A plus 18.3 net rating. That's outscoring opponents by 18.3 points per 100 possessions. That's elite. And a defensive rating of 99.7. They're exactly who we thought they were when those two were playing. Now, the question is, are they going to play? And obviously, Kawhi Leonard, is he going to be healthy and active? He's coming off of an incredible game. And he is playing more and more minutes every single day. I think this is like the bottom point now for Los Angeles. I think we're going to start to see this thing tick up. I bet him at plus 1050. It's circa double dip again at 11 to 1. I, I think that this is worth it right now. If you're talking about value on the board, and again, a price that's probably only going to grow, at least in terms of the odds of probability, I think that's one that you want to invest in right now because I still think at the peak of their powers, the Clippers can be the best team in the Western Conference. For there are rest of country viewers and listeners who don't have access to circuit, you can still find a 10 to 1 out there. I would imagine you would still, you know, 10 to 1, 11 to 1. I understand it's not quite as good. I imagine you would still at 10 to 1 recommend that. Yeah, my buy price, Matt, coming into the season, because I didn't get in on it, was 8-1. to one. Okay. So, yeah, 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 if you're going to get 8-1 to one or better on the Clippers, I think that's very much worth it. So let's head over to the NFL, and let's uh, let's look at a team that, look, man, I, I, I was really thinking they were going to take a step forward this year. Now they've been up and down and up and down and up and down. Jags sitting right now uh, as some as dogs here against the Cowboys four and you can actually still find fives out there rest of country as well I mean Trevor Lawrence has played better than any quarterback in the NFL since week nine and he's finally starting to look the part here JVT so you're going to take the points at home with the Jags yeah and I, you know I can't wait for Friday man I'm back in the saddle on Friday there we, so we go talk about this game uh, and get your thoughts on it but my, my thinking is look I think there's a lot of things that work for the Jags in this matchup. This is a team that, if you're talking about defensively, top five still in EPA per play against the run that's going to help them here against the Dallas Cowboys and what they want to do with their two running backs. Tony Pollard should be the lead, but that's a topic of discussion for another day. And the flip side of this, Matt, is you know one of the things that stuck out to me when you evaluate Trevor Lawrence is he's actually one of the least pressured quarterbacks in the National Football League. He's, think he's floating around like 25% of his dropbacks. He's under pressure, and it's not the offensive line. It's the offense. 
He's actually got the fourth lowest time to throw in the National Football League. It is quick hits. It is two, three-step drops. It is out of his hands. It is a quick-hitting offense. That helps negate some really good pass rushes, i.e. the one he's going to face here in the Dallas Cowboys. So I think we're at a couple of points now where this kind of works for Jacksonville in, in terms of a matchup. So if we're talking like five, which really it's kind of a dead number, but I think it's just going to be the best number that's available, I, I think that's worth grabbing. And I, I don't think it should be discounted that this team might be a little motivated now here after beating Tennessee. They have one more matchup with them left. They do have a massive hole to climb out of. But the ACS South isn't out of question for this team if they continue to win, if the Titans continue to go south. So I like the Jags here in this spot, and I grab five with them. Jags certainly were fun to watch this past week in the bounce-back spot. You guys just like getting rid of me on Fridays. It's fine. I see how it is. No worries. We have Uh, breakfast at better places. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. Hey, JVT, it is Teaser Tuesday, and we were talking a little bit earlier about how the Bills were probably our favorite leg to tease down against the Dolphins, but we were struggling a little bit to find a dance partner. We had a lot of confidence in. You like the Raiders this week. How come? So I, I think there's a couple of things here, Stormy. Really quickly, I like to use these look-ahead lines that we had prior, right? So Superbook does this where they have the 10, 12-day lines. You can compare and contrast with some of the adjustments for this week. So Superbook had the Raiders as a two-point favorite before they lost to the Los Angeles Rams. Now, across the board, you can find the Patriots as a one-point favorite in this matchup. So we're talking about because of a loss on Thursday night to the Raiders, or to the Rams, excuse me, we're seeing maybe a three-point adjustment. I don't think that's really a, a fair adjustment after one result. I don't think the Patriots were overwhelmingly convincing in their win over the Arizona Cardinals. And keep in mind, the Raiders could be getting a little healthier this week, too, which would really help them out. So if we're talking about teasing this up and getting a full touchdown with the Raiders uh, in this spot at home against New England, a team that I think is offensively very challenged and a defense that we've seen a lot of cracks in. And there's still some explosiveness with this Raiders offense with Devontae Adams, Derek Carr. I think that teasing it up to the full touchdown is very much worth it. Awesome stuff as always, JVT. Appreciate you. And I, I know you were just getting on me to get on me for no reason. But have fun at Cracker Barrel. You guys are going to have a great breakfast date. Love you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm special. The huh? guy had never even eaten it at the Cracker Barrel. He just did it to bug me, which is hysterical because I'm so fired. I don't get fired up about a lot of stuff. I get fired up about you Cracker Barrel. I got got. You got trolled. I got got. You got trolled. Hi. What are you going to do? We'll be right back. Stay with us. (laughs) This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Watch football with a little more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness, set your lineup, and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of 115000 bucks all season long. Guinness, made of more terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Welcome back to VEASAN Final Countdown. I'm Stormy Bonantoni alongside Matt Brown. And listen, we know there is a very long time still before the 2023 NFL draft actually gets underway. Like four and a half months we're talking. So there is still, uh, you know, 43 bowl games that need to happen. There are workouts and pro days and the combine and a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. But the market is live and well. And there are mock drafts already coming out. ESPN's Todd McShay did one earlier today, which is why I was super excited to talk to you about it because I know you've had a lot of success betting the draft in the past and you get in on this action early. And he had four quarterbacks selected in the first 11 picks in his initial 1.0 mock draft. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. I went ahead on on Sunday. I put in a ticket for Bryce Young, number one overall, and it was more of a – just so I didn't feel all bummed out if it's not Will Levis. But it seems to be at this point, it's likely to be Young or Levis. It seems to be the buzz out there is that C.J. Stroud is kind of like, you either want, if you're okay with the, if you're okay with the not prototypical NFL quarterback, which which is Levis, then you're going to go Bryce Young. And if it's not, if you're not okay with that, then you're going to go the big-bodied, strong-armed, like whatever, Will Levis. Like it seems like the the whole C.J. Stroud thing is like he's likely to be the second or third quarterback taken um, when it all comes down to it. So there hasn't been a lot of buzz on him going number one overall, but it seems like Bryce Young, if people can get over the whole size thing, which seems to be an issue for some teams out there, really it doesn't matter. It really becomes 
is it an issue for the Texans or not? Right. I mean, like that's all it comes down to. It's going to be the Texans with the number one overall pick. And so um, I, I just went ahead as more of kind of a hedge there because I feel, have a pretty strong feeling it's going to be Young or Levis, and so I already have that massive Levis ticket. Yeah. So well, and that's the I, thing. Like for Houston specifically, it's going to be the Texans, and they're going to take a quarterback, and yeah. that is how it's going to be. So yeah. just pick the right one, basically. Yes. And and with them, they have a you know, they have the choice of of everybody here, but with their organization and where they sit right now, they don't have the luxury of taking a guy that might be some sort of project or might be, you know, a guy that you're drafting on potential or something like they they need they need someone that can step in and kind of play from day one. And I think that is gonna be Bryce Young or Will Levis. I think those are the two guys. Like the thing with Levis is he doesn't have the typical like collegiate numbers to kind of back up being a number one overall pick. But then you look at at the people that were around him at Kentucky and you start to understand he was playing with a bunch of two and three star, you know what I'm saying? Like he was playing with a bunch of two and three star dudes playing up against basically NFL defenses, because I mean, you got to think he's going up against the the Alabamas and the LSUs mm-hmm. and the whatever, you know, every single year in Georgia's and things like that. And so it's, it's not always what you see just, just on paper. And it's kind of, it is kind of like what you project from a skill set standpoint with everything. And then of course, then you just have Bryce Young who has lit up, you know, the the college football scene since he came on has beaten very, very good teams, very, very good defenses. Let's not forget where Bryce Young went out and just absolutely destroyed Georgia, who had like the whole defense drafted, you know, and whatever. So it was basically an NFL defense that he went out and lit up. So it's just, you know, can you get over the fact that he's kind of small? Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's basically what it's going to come down to. The thing about Will Levis that I've heard a lot of, and I think a lot of it is attributed to the lack of like full-blown success at Kentucky mm-hmm. that you've already talked about is like the boomer bust potential with him is that he, yes, has an incredibly strong arm and the mm-hmm. body size is there, he, he, but he plays football kind of like a linebacker and he has the potential to be Josh Allen or Carson Wentz is yeah. kind of the like pros and cons I've heard of him, but you think he's more the Josh Allen. Yeah. Well, I mean, I certainly think that NFL teams are going to think that anyway. Right. Like I think that they're going to, to look at him and, and you, you brought up, I mean, he, uh, McShay had Anthony Richardson going 11th overall. We actually yeah. talked about this a couple of days ago where I, I, I kind of felt like this was going to be one of those things where these teams are going to be looking to draft on, on potential with a guy like him. And you get, a, if you have a luxury pick, which the Panthers, I think um, I wouldn't have put them necessarily in that, you know, in that position, I don't think. But, you know, it's – it's uh, if you're one of these teams here, I think that you look at a guy with a – runs about a four, you know, four, he'll probably run in somewhere between a four, five, four, six-ish, something like that, rocket arm, yeah. you know, can make all the throws. Really, it's just with him, it's just decision-making. And, and and he loses his mechanics and stuff some of the time, which is one of the big knocks on him by a lot of these scouts out there. But, again, Josh Allen <laughs> had all the same knocks against him, came in and actually looked kind of bad his first year in the NFL, went and worked with Jordan Palmer out in California in the offseason, and Jordan Palmer got him you know, his footwork, his mechanics, all the different things like that, his release point. And with that, he's become the Josh Allen that we that we see today. So I think a lot of people are thinking, maybe you can fix this guy. Do you think, because the Panthers are another team that's probably not, they don't have the luxury to try to fix someone, mm-hmm. that they trade up to get one of those more established, better opportunity quarterbacks? It certainly wouldn't. It certainly wouldn't surprise me, right? I mean, like you're you're looking. It was like it was kind of like I was saying. So if you're the Lions sitting there with the fourth overall pick, if you if you've got golf playing at the level that he's playing at, do you do you have the luxury of taking a Richardson? Like you can trade out of that mm-hmm. four slot to one of these other more needy teams like a Panthers or whoever it might be, and. You can still build. You know, you're going to get get another first round pick out of it, or or two seconds, or whatever, or something like that to flips to flip with a Carolina, and you still get a guy in Richardson that you probably you know feel okay taking. So there's going to be some interesting stuff going on with all this, and I honestly, it's it's good. What it's going to come down to is there's all these markets. If you've never bet the draft before, yes, there's a number one overall pick, but listen, they're going to open up markets for the number two overall pick, the number three overall pick. How many quarterbacks go in yeah. round one? How many quarterbacks go in the top ten? All these different things like that, which is where we start to play the chess game with with all this and how some of these trades may or may not work out, how some of these guys may or may not land, what we're hearing as far as what these teams feel about these players and kind of their futures. 
How different do you feel like this year's draft is going to be compared to last year because of all of the quarterbacks? Like last year, it was just we didn't really know who was going to be number one overall. We had an idea, and then, like, it shocked a lot of people late. I'm – look, I think what it makes for is there's going to be a lot more drama in this one, especially once we get past the number one overall pick. Look, the the Texans are not going to give up. Unless they have – unless they have two of these guys graded exactly equally or something and they don't care one way or the other and they can pick up a ton to get rid of that number one pick, like – I just cannot imagine a scenario in which they get get rid of that number one pick. But then past that, it's going to get really interesting, mm-hmm. right? Like it, it because they're like I said, there were borderline quarterbacks in the first round last year. Of course, we heard like, oh, could it be Malik Willis? Could it be you know Desmond Ritter and stuff? But it, they were always borderline guys. These are like legit going to go. Like we know three are going to go no matter what, hands down, right? Mm-hmm. Could be as many as four or five going in the first round, and so I think it's going to make for a really, really, really fun day because like we know quarterbacks are so highly coveted mm-hmm. and people will teams will do a lot to go and get a get a guy that, and they should because if you don't have a quarterback you can't win and that's league. why I think the draft is so unique last year because at least like because we all talked about it from the outside looking in mm-hmm. if you were one of those teams that was quarterback needy and you took one last year it's just a desperation move because you mm-hmm. know that the caliber of quarterback is not there the way that it is in this year's draft yeah. class. And eventually, like we saw, the GMs agreed. And they were like, okay, we're not going to go ahead and take somebody way sooner than we probably should. And Kenny Pickett ends up being ultimately the only guy that is selected in the first round. And they will li- there will likely be a market of over under half a running back to go in the first round. Pre- pretty much everybody I have seen that is, you know, in the space, that has done mocks or that has, you know, talked to teams and things like that. Bijan Robinson is is – is is so highly looked at in this draft. Like I cannot imagine him getting out of the first round. And and it's I know everyone says running backs don't matter and you shouldn't waste a pick on a running back, et cetera, et cetera. But he does it all. He is so completely electric. And there are there are teams apparently out there who believe that he is a type of guy because he can catch passes, he can do things out of the backfield that that is built for today's yeah. NFL, right? Well, and interestingly enough, Todd McShay in this 1.0 mm. draft that he put out today did have Bijan Robinson going five to the Eagles Oof. and said it was a serious luxury pick. I was going to say that would be yes. the most luxury of luxury picks. For yes. Sure. So that was like his his verbiage there, um, just based on obviously I mean, the Eagles have 12 yeah. wins right now and they're going to be set with quarterback and they're going to be set a lot of positions a, with how well their defense is played. A name to keep an eye on too from the, in the quarterback market, Tanner McKee out of Stanford. Stanford, yeah. Is a guy that is supposedly some teams have kind of secretly a, a big time affinity for. And like, so he could be that guy like you're talking about that could we, could we see some yeah. shenanigans there in the first round? I could see some of these teams maybe trying to position themselves to get up and get him. I know uh, Rod Gilmore has a little bit of a Stanford bias, but he was somebody leading into this college football season that said, Tanner McKee is somebody that is going to be on NFL mm-hmm. scouts eyes throughout the course of this year. He has the body type. He has all mm-hmm. the the things that you would look for. So interesting that you brought up that name for sure. We're going to wrap things up when we come back here on VEASAN final countdown. I do have an NHL play this Ooh. evening. It's like our little, and we're going to rank our powers. final segment. <laughs> Updated power rankings for you. When we come back as well, don't go anywhere wrapping things up. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Fall sports are in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a soccer, football, hockey, or hoops fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us now for new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. And Bet Rivers is calling all soccer fans as well to head over to betrivers.com and check out the World Cup Daily Bet and Get. It's a whole new game. Welcome back to VSIN Final Countdown as we wrap things up. This has been a fast two hours, I feel like. Just. Flew right on by. It always does with you, my and, friend. I mean, I'm telling you. Listen, we're just getting <laughs> we're getting better and better at this. I think so. Something along those lines. Uh, speaking of lines, you have some NBA ones pulled up to let the people know what's going on tonight. We do. If you want to play in the association tonight, seven ten Eastern Kings and Sixers. Sixers are four point home favorites. Two twenty nine and a half is the total there. Seven thirty Eastern. Got the Warriors and the Bucks. Bucks are four point home favorites. Two thirty three and a half the total. 810 Eastern Suns and Rockets. The Suns on the road as six and a half point favorites. 224 and a half is your total. 910 Eastern Pelicans and the Jazz. Pelicans are two point favorites on the road there. 232 and a half is your total. And then 10 Eastern, we've got the Celtics and the Lakers. Celtics are four point road favorites over the Lakers. 235 and a half is your total. And Jonathan Von Tobel gave it out a little bit earlier this hour, but he is on the Pelicans today. He got the minus one and a half, now two. Um, seems like based on his rationale, though, that he would still feel comfortable with that number. Kelly Midland Bidlin, I know, also on that yeah. uh, on that game as well. One of his one of his partners there on the Hardwood Handicappers podcast. Hey. Anywhere podcasts can be found. Yes, download, download it, it now. Subscribe, rate, <laughs> review, all those things. Uh, we also have three top ten college hoops teams in action tonight. A couple of really, really big spreads starting at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern. Number five, Houston hosting North Carolina A&T as a 31-and-a-half-point favorite in a game, mind you, with a 130 total. Uh, then at 530 Pacific, 830 Eastern, number nine, Arizona. The Wildcats, a 25 and a half point favorite taken on Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Total in that one, 165. And then tip off a half an hour later, Alabama, number four ranked team in the country, laying seven and a half against Memphis. Total 152. That one is on ESPN2. Memphis coming off an 83-73 upset win of then number 11 Auburn, but facing a tied team that's perfect at home, maybe a little bit of a letdown spot for Memphis, who has played well this season. Uh, by the way, I know we haven't talked about it much, but the the seventh ranked team in the country right now, the Texas Longhorns, uh, their head coach, Chris Beard, was suspended an hour prior to tip off yesterday following an arrest for alleged domestic assault against his fiance. So I heard Matt Eumann say it earlier on the, the network earlier today. Um, a couple other people that are very dialed into the college basketball sphere that said, hey, if if he's coached his last game now with Texas, just cut up those tickets that you had in the preseason because they're not going to be able to get it done without him. They went to overtime against Rice yesterday, did win, but didn't cover uh, on the short notice without Beard being available, but he is one of the best coaches in college football. So uh, unfortunate situation for that team and for, you know, everyone involved. They are still 10 to one on the odds boards right now. The second shortest shot to win the national championship. All so, we care about is Virginia. Just really? Yes. All we you care have a Virginia it. ticket? Yes. What? Yes. All we care about is Virginia. That's all. I didn't know that. That's all we care about. Hmm. Mm -hmm. We'll have to talk about this yep. a little bit more later. Virginia Cavaliers. 
There we go. Interesting. Uh, there are 12 NHL games coming up tonight uh, as well. Too many to go through, but I do have one bet tonight. Alex Ovechkin and the Caps looking to turn a four-game win streak into five as they take on the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. Hence the $2 price in this one, total sitting six. And, you know, despite largely getting by this season. The Capitals are playing really well lately. Uh, I did bet the Caps on the puck line plus 125. You see here at South Point plus 120 right now. Of their last six wins, five have been by two or more goals. The Blackhawks, meanwhile, have been getting just blown out on a nightly basis. One in 11 their last 12 since November 14th with nine of those 11 losses by two goals or more as well. They've scored just one goal their last three games. Peter Mrazek is going to be in net for them today um, after coming off IR and to be honest with you, even before the injury, he wasn't playing well, lost five, all five of his starts in the month of November, allowing an average of 4.8 goals per game in that span. His last start was a 5-2 win over the Rangers, but on the year, he's allowed seven goals above expected, which is, is not good for those of you that don't typically bet a lot of hockey. And that's just a good reminder in general, because we weren't sure if Mrazic was going to be available tonight, just to check out morning skate reports. Follow a lot of those beat writers on Twitter who let you know if a certain goalie is off of the ice last and things like that. Um, it's a, our pro tip for this hour. We have one every hour here on the network. Searchable by sport and by show on vcin.com when you become a subscriber. But I think that's just specifically for hockey. Goaltenders are so key and make such a big difference in the way you may or may not want to bet on a game. And so just make sure that you keep that in your back pocket. But I loved I love the Caps tonight. I hope they don't let me down. And Alex Ovechkin still searching three goals away from 800 for his career, which is awesome. I was trying to look up an anytime goal for him. Minus 110. That's one of my teams, right? That is one of your teams. Okay. Correct. Yes. That is one of my – and the LGRs. Um, but yes. so I minus 110 for an anytime goal, plus 750 for last goal score, and his last four goals have been empty netters. So, you know, I don't hate it. All I'm right. just saying. I don't there hate you it. There you go. Bam. Throwing that out there. Nailed it. All He's right, really good for... at shooting from afar. <laughs> you know? Or just up close with nobody in there. Yeah. But uh, he does have 17 goals in 30 games, okay? Alex, Alex Ovechkin ain't no slouch. Uh, it's time to update our power ratings, though, yes. in the NFL as we close out these last couple of minutes here on the show. Our top six are the same. Although we've had movement, we ended up with the same top six, which is a little bit surprising to me. Look at us. Yes, look at that. All right, so Chiefs, Eagles, Bills, Bengals, 49ers, and Cowboys. One, two, three, four, five, six. Identical between Matt and Stormy. Chiefs move back into the number one slot for me. Mm -hmm. um, look, it's... I went back and forth between them and the Eagles, It's to just be week, week after week after week after week. They just continue to figure out how to get it done. And look, the Eagles, in my opinion, it's... It's almost gotten kind of 1A, 1B for me it, with the Eagles. The Eagles are a problem. The Eagles are a truck, man. They go through and they do every single thing well now. And so I do think that there is an opening in the AFC. I do not think that the Chiefs are bulletproof. I don't think the Bills are bulletproof. And I think that that team that we both have there at number four, I think Cincinnati is peaking at the very right time. And we might see another one of those. We might see another one of those runs with Cincinnati as we uh, as we continue to to move on through the end of the season here. Look, it is, yes, a couple of the receivers going to miss a week or two, but that's not really all that important. As long as they're back for the playoff run, that's that's all that matters. They're not going to get the one seed as it is anyway, so they just got to get, get those guys back for the playoffs. The Niners at five is probably our most volatile team because of the quarterback situation. You know, I mean, we both have them there because I think that the defense has proven that they're going to keep them in just about every single game. But if you go back, and so I did rewatch the game because I had it on a side TV. I didn't have it on the main TV, so I did rewatch re re the game. Purdy was okay. He was not like he got bailed out a couple of different times on some penalty things where he made some pretty bonehead decisions and a pretty bad throw and things like that. Like he was okay, and so I don't know exactly if we're if we're really evaluating his performance. I'm not saying Brock Purdy yeah. is out here and he's going to be Steve Young or Joe Montana. I'm just saying that the 49ers offense isn't reliant on the quarterback position the way other offenses are. And mm -hmm. that I, and I stand by this position that Purdy or whomever is in there, if they can just do enough and not turn the ball over and be mistake prone, like this offense is, it revolves around everybody else. 
Yeah. If everybody else does their job, they're going to make whoever's at quarterback look good, which is why Jimmy Garoppolo, who doesn't have, you know, the tools and skill set of a top tier NFL quarterback has been made to look good more often than not with this team. Yeah. I just wonder from a 49ers aspect, and it's, it's not likely to happen very often just because of how good the defense is. I do wonder with Purdy at quarterback, if they're, if they're built to play from behind, like if they happen to get down fair question. 10 points yeah. in a game. Is he the guy that's going to be able to actually to, to that you don't feel like oh well this game's over you know I mean like it's not going to happen uh, Cowboys a little bit shaky down to number six but I still think that they are contenders the big mover for me is the Chargers all the way up to number seven and it's because they're healthy on the offensive side of the ball and you, look there is still a little bit of the deficiencies on the defensive side but you know they're really dangerous on the offensive side when they're healthy which is why the Vikings take a big plummet because that offense is still there but that defense is just absolutely atrocious and anybody with a good offense is going to move the ball up and down the field on the Vikings so they I'm come waiting, in at 9 for me. I'm waiting to move the Vikings depending on how this game with the Colts goes. If if their defense gets torched by Indianapolis, then I'm going to sing a different tune, but for me the Vikings offense is good enough. They are still a 10 and 3 football team that I just I left them standing so we have the same 10 teams. Yeah. We the Lions in got in for both of us this well, week. Well, but listen, you can't ignore them anymore. Yes, it's because they're they are going to score points on just about everybody. My 10 Chiefs, Eagles, Bills, Bengals, 49ers, Cowboys, 1-6, to 7-8-9-10, go Chargers, Dolphins, Vikings, Lions. We have the same top six. You just get to number seven at Vikings, Dolphins, Chargers, mm-hmm. Lions. So, really, it's just our 7-8-9 that are jumbled up there. We have the same 1-6 to six and the same 10. Yeah, and out for you, the Jets and mm-hmm. Bucks. Out for me, the Ravens and Titans. I left the Titans in too long, giving them the benefit of the doubt. And I've seen the error yes. of my ways. Hot garbage, that Hot. team. Oh, gosh. Just giving yes. more reasons for Steph's mm-hmm. husband, Corey Kamershack, mm-hmm. to hate me with that one. But I do not disagree. VSIN, prime time with Tim Murray and Sean King is coming up next. Keep it locked on VSIN, the sports betting network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.